Security at the Edge, Home Networks as an Enterprise Threat Vector. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Steve Grobman, Senior Vice President and Chief Technology Officer at McAfee. Welcome, Steve. Thanks, Tanya. It's great to be with you. Give our audience uh, a brief summary of your professional background, if you will. Sure. So I've been in cybersecurity for over two decades in, in all sorts of roles. I, I worked at Intel for the vast majority of my career, focused on security and hardware, security with all of the different software vendors in the ecosystem, and of course, the major uh, software players like McAfee. And then in 2012, Intel acquired McAfee, and I moved over to the McAfee business and have been with McAfee ever since. Uh, currently, I have really two roles. I drive all of our forward-looking technology, things like our next-generation tech development and research, our data science and artificial intelligence research, our threat research, but I also have our internal IT and security teams reporting to me. So I'm not only building the technology, but I'm using the technology to defend McAfee itself from cyber threats. With global pandemics pushing workers from the corporate office to the home office, what demands are being placed on edge device and data security? So as we've moved into this remote work environment, we've seen that different organizations are impacted differently. Uh, some organizations were already set up to work remotely. Most uh, knowledge workers had laptops. They'd occasionally work remotely on weekends and in evenings. But then there were all of these other types of organizations that were predominantly work from the office. And when they made the shift to working remotely, it was a big change. Uh, so in many cases, they had to scramble to figure out how do they either take devices home or we have some customers that are allowing their employees to use their own personal devices. So it creates all of these challenges such as, how do you make sure all of those devices are secure? How do you even make sure all of the networks that are in these home environments are secure? The, the way I think of it is every employee has essentially become an extension of IT and is actually part of the security team while we're working through this global pandemic. When employees connect from their home network, how do home technology, IT, IoT devices, for example, like garage door openers or light bulbs, increase the security risks? They're a huge issue. And, and what a lot of people don't understand about these IoT devices is it's not so much about the IoT device getting infected because there's something to steal on a light switch or a light bulb. It's that if that device becomes compromised, it becomes a launching point that a cyber criminal or even a nation state could use to go after much more important assets in the home, things like your corporate laptop or network. So think of it as they breach a device like a light switch, and then that device is on your network. It's also powered on all the time. So when you go to bed, they can then use that light switch to try to attack your PC, steal data from your PC and send it back to their, their criminal organization. Or if, if you are in a job that a nation state would be interested in your uh, corporate content, you need to be worried about that as well. 
Have we seen threat actors staging attacks on corporate networks by way of edge devices on home, home networks yet? We have. When, when you look at the uh, taxonomy of an attack, there's a few different phases. Uh, there's the initial incursion uh, to take over a device. There's what we call lateral movement, where you're then moving within the network uh, in order to uh, get access to additional information or additional devices. And then there's typically what we call exfiltration or stealing of the information that the adversary came after in the first case. It's that second part, that lateral movement, where working in a remote environment adds some additional risk because you now not only need to worry about things moving laterally within your corporate environment, it's that lateral crossover effect where you have your smart TV that has a vulnerability, the TV gets infected, and then it becomes a great lateral movement point for the adversary to attack your laptop. One of the other things a lot of people don't recognize as a concern on these consumer electronics devices is they have a very different cost structure. So if you buy a smart TV at Costco five years ago, you know, how much incentive is there for the manufacturer to keep that up to date? You know, if they're a large uh, consumer electronics brand, uh, they're going to likely try to get software updates out. But if you shopped on the cheap one day and went maybe for that second or third tier brand, like they're not necessarily keeping all of that firmware and software up to date. And that's putting a lot of things at tremendous risk. How serious is the threat posed by phishing attacks on family members when employees connect via their home networks? So phishing is still the biggest initial step that we see uh, with cyber criminals. Uh, they need to get a foothold somehow. And they know that social engineering, specifically phishing, is a really effective technique. And what COVID-19 has done is it's provided a large number of new topics that are great lures to get people to click on links. Uh, so not only information about public health, so you know, critical information that you need to be aware of in your area or you know, neighbor detections of infected individuals have been found in your neighborhood, uh, but there's even adjacent topics like the stimulus. So this is what you need to do to apply for your stimulus payment. So there's all of these topics as a result of the global pandemic that are really effective lures that provide that first click to then download and install malware that can do everything from steal information like passwords. It can run what we call ransomware that essentially uh, takes your machine hostage or in a corporate environment, move laterally to then try to take something much more important hostage within your organization, or even what we call a rat. And it's not a you know, furry thing running, running through your yard, but it's a remote access tool, meaning that a cyber criminal is actually getting a piece of software on your machine that gives them full control to take over your machine and watch what you're typing, look at where you're logging into, they can do things after you've authenticated to different websites or other applications. So it's a very dangerous world as we're working through this global pandemic. 
What advice would you offer employees operating at the, the edge to, to harden their devices and networks? So there's a few things that they need to do. Number one, it's partially about technology. So they need to be running the latest software, the latest security software on their machines. There's a big difference between the security software that we have now from what came out a few years ago in terms of the technology that we use. Uh, right now in our latest device technology, we use, uh, like in McAfee's products, we use three forms of artificial intelligence to look for threats that's combined with threat intelligence. So being modern is incredibly important because a few years ago, it would just use a subset of those techniques. It's also important they keep all of their network equipment at home up to date. So the router, the gateway that is connecting to their ISP, it's important that they go to that device and check to see if there are updates. There have been a number of vulnerabilities that we've seen that would allow an adversary to take over your home gateway or router from the internet. And then that can be a launching point, not only to your home PC, but now into a corporate environment. The other part of it is what, what I think of as digital street smarts. So the level of heightened awareness needs to be at an entirely new level as we're going through this pandemic. Think about what you click on and whether you trust the link. For example, if you're going to look for information about the stimulus, go to a .gov address, the IRS, the SSA, the Social Security Administration. If you get an email that gives you instructions on how to apply for a stimulus check, that's not the, the link to click on. Just go, go to the IRS or SSA in order to get that data. So it's really the combination of those two things. Steve Grobman, Senior Vice President and Chief Technology Officer at McAfee. If somebody wants to connect with you, Steve, maybe they'd like some more advice, how can they do that? Sure, so they can uh, direct message me on Twitter and it's at Steve Grobman. Sounds and good. that's where they can follow me as well. Thanks for joining us. And find more of my interviews right here or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.